Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. Hooray! And guess who we've got on the podcast tonight, Ellie? Is it Ruth Field, the woman sat to my left? <laughs> it is! Correct! Hooray! Hi, Ruth Field. How Hi. are you? Hi, really good, thank you. Jolly good. We're very excited. Mm. Now, Ruth is, well, you're many things, Ruth, <laughs> to many people. But tonight you're our podcast guest. But you're also, mm. let me tell you who you are. You're an author, a writer, a criminal barrister. <laughs> yeah. Jesus well, was. Christ. And you're a runner. It's hard to tell which of those things you're most excited about, Helen. It's, it's just... <laughs> um, we're, doing, we're doing a special episode with Ruth because we're doing an exercise special. Yeah. We are witnessing the fitness because you've written many a thing about running. But primarily, you've written this amazing book called Run... Fat bitch, run! Love it. What Brilliant. a catchy title. Yes, well, um, very catchy title. Born of, a, I think, pregnancy hormones. The twins. I blame the twins for the title. You wrote this when you were pregnant with twins. Yes, but I mean, you know, I, I, I was... I was, I was not working at the time that I wrote it. I was. I thought you were going to say not well. <laughs> I, had, I had two I babies. Not, I was not very well. Twins well, I nightmare. wasn't as well. I think I'm sure that that's part of it. Um, but... Um, yeah, it was funny. It was that sort of thing of, I felt that it was an area, exercise generally was sort of completely devoid of any sense of humour. Like everyone takes it so seriously. Mm. And um, I've always sort of thought humour is a great kind of motivating tool mm. for anything in life, really. I mean, you guys totally get that because your whole shtick is humour. So, you know, that was, I was trying to be funny, but may, I think that it's probably took it to the edge a bit because maybe I actually thought more people would be offended by it than they were. Why? Why because, did you think they'd be offended? Well, you know, run fat bitch run. It's a bit rude, and people might have felt that I was saying you're a fat bitch. You mm. should be running. Um, but but I, that, I feel I like if you that. can have a popular music song called "Smack My Bitch Up," I feel like run fat bitch run. <laughs> it's really not that bad. It feels maybe quite that's tame. just me. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is, it was. It's also you know, it's me saying it to myself, right, as a sort of way of humouring myself, motivating myself to go and run. And I just suggest it as a way of instead of saying, oh, you know, I'm so great, I'm so lovely, I'm just going to sit on the sofa and tell myself how great I am and it's okay to eat more of these delicious pork scratchings and oh, not tell anything yes. about it. Instead, well, how about saying, you know, you're a fat bitch, get off your ass and go for a run, that maybe that'll help motivate mm. you to exercise than the kind of very softy, softy, 
I love which myself. Which I think, which is the fashion now. There is a fashion for affirmations for kind of, yeah. I love myself and I love yeah. myself the way I you're am. You're a beautiful yeah. goddess mermaid and you, yeah. your yes. body is a temple. Even though you've got no legs because you're half fish. Technicalities. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's fine of itself, but it's not motivating to get you to, you know, exercise, to, to take that step to, to exercise is hard. You know, mm. it's hard. And we'd all much rather sit on the sofa and have a glass of wine and, and crisps or whatever most of the time. So it's a thing of if you really want to exercise because you really want to either lose weight or get healthy or you've got heart, whatever, or whatever it is, that mm. you've got to think of a, an, an access to that. And the, for me, the least, the least successful way of accessing the exercise is to say, I'm so great, I'm so beautiful. Mm. I'm just perfect the way I am. I don't need to tone up anything because I'm just beautiful as I am. Well, great, but that's not mm. going to get me out the door to mm. run 5K, I suppose. Well, also, I feel like, I think it's all right to say, I'm not perfect. Yeah. I have got a wobbly ass and saggy boobs Right, well, that's another angle, yeah. And she totally doesn't have saggy boobs, listener. I've Go to our naked. Instagram account. You literally look like a fucking supermodel. It's almost like... Compared to how she looks in the gold cat suit. I thought you were going to say in real life. <laughs> this is like Chris Ecker Booty all over again. I wasn't expecting that. No, no, this is a true story. I went on um, Good Morning Britain yes, uh, and I was on with Chris Agabusi, obviously national treasure, lovely man, really lovely man. Um, but then just before we were about to go on air, we'd had a lovely chat and he was like, oh, um, so what do you do? And I was like, blah, blah, blah. And he went, oh, yes, no, I, I get it now. I recognise you. And I was like, oh, do you? And he went, yeah, no, uh, sorry, it's because, you know, you look much heavier on camera. And I was like, oh, that's, I don't, yeah, I don't know what to do with that. Thanks. And he went, um, yeah, no, no, no. Like on camera, you look like a much larger lady. And then he did this sort of hand movement. <laughs> oh my God. To show my spherical camera <laughs> appearance. And I was just like, oh, thanks, Chris Akabusi. And then it was like, and we're on set. And I was like, oh, who yeah. knows? I don't, I don't hold any ill will towards him. I do. He, he's a national treasure. <laughs> it's a hilarious anecdote, though. He's, it really is. You know, he's hashtag no filter. That's who he is. <laughs> That's just who that guy is. And I like him very much. What was Piers Morgan like? Well, anyway, Ruth, so, um, <laughs> another national treasure in yes. a different way. Uh, well, he was he was Piers Morgan. I mean, you do the maths. <laughs> done. Maths done. 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 But yeah, but yeah, so real talk. Um, do you run to be healthy or lose weight? Because for me, I'm very vain. I don't like exercise. I wouldn't do it if I didn't have to. Yeah, so nev- that has never been the thing for me. So, um, like, I never ran to lose weight. I ran... To- I started it because when I was in my 20s, I was depressed. And running was suggested to me as a thing to kind of help manage that. Mm. So so that is... That. I-, I had always been really sporty as a youngster, but I hadn't done any at uni, blah, blah, blah. I'd slipped, you know, into kind of unhealthy lifestyle, but I, I-, I never was overweight, so it wasn't for that. It was always a kind of um, a mental health thing more than anything mm. else, for sure. And you found it worked? <laughs> yeah, well, um, I feel, I definitely feel very kind of level-headed after a run, mm. you know, kind of much more calm and zen, but also very productive. Mm. And now that I'm getting older, I, I appreciate the, 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 the physical health benefits as well of just kind of stronger bones and warding off Alzheimer's and mm. um, a healthy heart and lowering cholesterol and all of those things. But really I run because I love how I feel afterwards and I love how kind of it makes me a kind of nicer mum and wife, I think. Mm. <laughs> I think I'm a lot more moody if I don't run. Do you find that, Helen? Yeah. I know you've been running. 
Yeah, so I started running. Basically, I read your book, and then I think it was about three months ago. I, I ran because my parents disappeared. In a nutshell, uh, listener, my mum and dad uh, disappeared for 24 hours because they went on a, a a dirt track in Australia and they got bombed. And, you lost them. and then there were like six police units looking for them. They were on national TV. Um, I thought they were dead. I was about oh. to book a flight home. Um, yeah, they, there was a big search out for them. There was helicopters. Anyway, yes. So I, I had this like weird little bit of grief, and that which I had to deal with. Yeah. And my immediate kind of thing was that I need to go for a run, or I need to run out this feeling. This feeling. But I found it was really um, an amazing way to kind of just flush out. It's like sweeping yes. the cobwebs. Yes, literally sweeping the cobwebs. So. Yeah, and I look. I weighed ninety nine kilos, and so the prospect of running seemed a bit ridiculous. But I, yeah, I read your book, and I was like, I can do this. And the the great thing about your book is that you say, don't start, just walk it, just walk it, and then walk it again, and then walk it again, and do it really slowly. I was like, I can fucking do that. I can fucking walk, Ruth. <laughs> and I liked it because you. I, I'm very touchy filly, as Ellie would know. I'm like, it's okay, just do everything at your right pace. But you were like, no, get off the fucking couch, look at yourself. And even at the start of the book, you have to, you have to write a pledge. I solemnly declare and accept that I'm a fat bitch in capital letters. And I want to do something about it, full stop. I promise not to waste any more valuable fat-busting time in buying fancy equipment, joining expensive gyms. But no, this is really good. And there's a bit in there where you're like, don't eat Haribo, just fucking grow up. That, that's very specific towards my husband. I could, I a could Haribo, feel, the, a Haribo feel the rage. There's a bit of rage towards your husband, which again, I He's want such to. a nice guy, but he really is. But you know what? It's that thing of, I mean, I don't know if you guys had this when you first had your babies but there is a there was a rage in me when I first had the twins that that was heavily directed towards my husband <laughs> Fair enough. and it wasn't his fault he hadn't done anything wrong it was a sort of hor- the combination of the hormones and sleep deprivation and the sort of feeling that your life's been a bit robbed because you've had children sort of mm-hmm. you have to direct it somewhere and you know he was definitely at the receiving end of a lot of a lot of my rage mm-hmm. um, not not so much with the book actually because I'd kind of written that before but I was thinking that very recently that now the twins are six, how much kind of easier life is and how much kinder I am. It's <laughs> amazing, him. isn't it, when the kids him, grow I think up. a little bit kinder. Anyway. Yeah, so how did you become a running guru then? Was that? I mean, I'm not definitely not a running guru in the sense that I run really, really slowly. I'm, I'm you know, I'm just like an ordinary, averagely fit woman who mm. runs very slowly. But I wrote that the, the, the shouty book and it seemed to chime with some people resonated with them and got them kind of into it which was which was a massive Can surprise to me so I wrote it for myself it's mm. an international bestseller don't downplay it, <laughs> well, it you said it was well, being reprinted 15 times wow well but that's because the print run was like about three copies <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shut up. They, don't, they don't need to know this Lisa. she photocopies them herself in her house that's what she means I Ollie love the bought, staples Ollie yeah. bought up the whole first print run <laughs> but, um, but no I don't know how I, to be honest it was a, one of those wonderful happy fluky coincidence things that happened so let's get down to brass tacks I can't be bothered to read your book nutshell it for me <laughs> nutshell it well Nutshell is run that bitch one. But so basically it's about finding the easiest way to leave your leave your house or flat and just do a loop that takes you about 45 minutes or an hour that takes you from your front door and back to your front door that you're going to turn into your kind of local running route. Oh, okay. And you just walk it day in, day out, 
bit faster each time until you're ready to, to jog a tiny bit of it. And you jog the beginning bit until you need to walk the rest of it. And you just mm. increase that jogging bit till eventually you can run the lap. Is this what you did, Helen? It was yeah. a short technique? Yeah, 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 so I read the book and I was like, right, I found my little route. I'd go from my house down to Beck and Rye and, and back again. Super slow, super slow, super, super slow. And, the, and, I, and after about three or four times, I wanted to run it. But you're like, no, no. In the book it says, slowly, slowly, catchy monkey. Whatever the fuck that means, but I did Have you not heard that before? No. It's like a it's classic Australian. British expression. Thank what, you. What, what, what are they talking about, Australians? <laughs> what are they saying? Slowly, slowly, catchy monkey. You remember I told you that story? I used to have a crackhead neighbour in London Bridge. Yeah. And he... Um, Came in and said, told me, great. he asked me to make him a cup of tea because his kettle had been stolen. Slash cash converters. <laughs> and all his things had been stolen. And I was like, oh, I'm really sorry to hear that, Mick. And he's like, ah, oh, that's all right. Monkey's still wearing sunglasses. Monkey's still cool. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> right. I'm learning so much. I learning am so learning much. so much, as are our international listeners. Yes. Um, <laughs> and the point is, Dawn, you did all that. You did all the loop. And you've done a bloody fine day. Whoa. Well, Come on. What is it? That bitch ran, Ellie. Yeah, so, man. So today is Tuesday, and on Sunday, I did a race, a 5K race. That's amazing. And... I did it all by myself and I wore my gold leggings and hot. That must hot. it was like wearing fucking cling film <laughs> with some with some tin foil over the top. But I did it in thirty seven minutes and when I ran I ran with Ruth. Ruth is not on the race, so this was a previous thing you No, yes. I ran with yes. Ruth yes. about two months ago because I rang oh. I rang you up and said, Right, you've written this book. Let's go for a run together. And I was I was really because you're like the lady at school who's really good at sport and I'm like the person smoking behind the the sheds right we should not be friends and not should we not be running together but we did it and you were so nice and it took me 58 minutes to run that 5k and then on sunday i did it in 37 minutes so i shaved amazing. 20 that minutes amazing. off that um, is amazing well thanks, done man well thanks. done no thanks. it's a really big deal in your face chris akabusi that's right <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking Fat exercise can run. um so no it was good but i i i've 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 caught the bug, like I, like you say in the book. You start feeling you do. It's an that thing of the habit, you know, habit formation. It's like with anything, isn't it? You know, if you do it for long enough, you're in the habit of doing it. Yeah, mm. exactly. And I just sort of think, no, I will find time if I can yeah. sit on the toilet and read Instagram for twenty minutes. I can just go out and have a run, even if yeah. it's two k or three k or whatever. Yeah. And I can do it. And there is something. There was something really wonderful because the race I did was all women. And there was a real camaraderie. Like, yeah. everyone, it didn't matter what size we were, what age we were, everyone kind of encouraged each yeah. other. It wasn't that kind of weird masculine bravado. I know there are male listeners, but pff, I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're upset about that, well, go and have another cry about Doctor Who as well. We don't care. We don't care. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I thought that was that was really good. But I think, yeah, in your book, you talk about that sort of thing about staying motivated. And what are your kind of key messages? Because I think, I think I'm sure every listener out there has started an exercise yes. you know, routine mm. or, or have goals or it's fucking January and you're gone, all right, I'm going to do 30 days yeah. of yoga. And you get to day five and go, can't be fun. Well, so that's what I think is the problem, is that if you sort of go in too hard, too fast... Mm. You know, it's just, it's unsustainable. So that any sort of approach to exercise and eat healthy eating that is a kind of like, right, I'm joining the gym. I'm going every night. I'm going to drink kale smoothies every day. You know, you get to seven days, you're feeling faint. 
you you've done the exercise but you haven't lost a stone or whatever ridiculous goal you'd set yourself and it, it, you, you've not enjoyed any of it because it's so far removed from who you really are and how you really live that it's just never going to work so mm. that is what I think makes a lot of people give up so how I look at it is and how most of the people that I know who exercise regularly it's because it's not a sort of it's not that big a deal. It's just uh, something else that they do every day for 20 minutes or whatever it is. that, And it's kind of relatively straightforward. And that's why the running thing is so handy because you don't have to rely on anyone else. You don't have to pay anything. You can just do it from your front front door. 20 minutes, you're done. Yeah. So it's the kind of too much, too soon thing, I think, mm. is the main problem. Mm. And then another problem, I think, is that, and maybe this sort of cultural thing as well, which is about how we're all like, oh, you know, it has to be really fun. And women, I've had lots of women say to me, but, you know, running's just not for me because I just don't enjoy it. It's just not fun. It's like, well, there's no bit of it that's supposed to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 you know, you've fallen. Fun is what you do after you've been running or after mm. you've done your day's work. To me, the exercise, it's great if you can find it fun, but to think of that as, as, a, as a goal for, for the exercise bit, I yeah. think is a mistake because mm. loads of things are fun, but... The exercise isn't necessarily fun. It is really fun how you feel after you've exercised, if yes. that makes sense. You don't it's it's much fun. like childbirth, I would argue. Mm, well, right. that's an interesting comparison. <laughs> <laughs> Which bit of the after... Yeah, because well, you well, have the baby, that's the fun bit. Because then you have bit. the baby and then you go... Oh, that you know, was awesome. Yeah, that yeah. Was, I'm very oh, proud of great. my body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I, I sort of had the emergency cesarean thing, so I didn't have that experience at the end of it. I really wish I... I did. But then it's one of those things, everyone's labours are different. So it's, you know, yes. that's it. So what I'm saying is that was a bad analogy. Brief, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> the great thing about a run is that the guarantee, the result is always the same. So you might have, the run might not be great, like a dodgy childbirth or whatever. And you may have some runs where you're like, oh, this is like, mm. I'm really, really hating this. I feel really sluggish. I feel really just not myself. But you know, the guarantee is that after you've done it, you will always feel good. Mm. And that's what sort of keeps me doing it every mm. time, is that I know what I will get at the end. Yeah, mm, really. it's the hit. It's that, yeah. Adrenaline. Yeah, no, no not, I'm sorry, endorphins is what I mean. Isn't yeah, it? no, because you were saying that in the book about, like, it's the same thing as, like, sex and a whole lot of other I? thing. Yes, <laughs> one of the things, or maybe I just, I, maybe I just made you that just, up. You just slipped that one in. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, it said... Psychologically, running makes you happy because it stimulates and releases endorphins and encourages the production of serotonin, the same hormones that are released when you fall in love, gorge on chocolate, or have an orgasm. So basically, what you're saying is go for a run and it will make, you know, that's better than doing it with your your other half, really. Well, I don't know having it crunchy. But oh, crunchy, yeah. Or you could have all three. I mean, you could do the run, oh my then God. you've earned the crunchy, and then you can have a bone. Or both, Marianne. Faithful. Oh, that sounds <laughs> nice. It's an obscure reference. Someone might get obscure. Yeah, well, well, did you both get it? No, no I didn't no, explain. No, okay. Hold on, yeah, hold on, it. hold on. It's been a while. Well, we need to Google, Google it. it. Can we just have a little well, side? Oh, so, sorry. Yes, no, 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 no. Because I want to say, um, listener, that Ruth has come to see us. She's come to see us in the gold cat suits, and <laughs> we have two games, Ellie, or two. <laughs> 
things you can win. And there was 200 women in the audience. Who won both the fucking things? Ruth did. Yes. She's a winner. She's one of those winning people. Oh, that's so embarrassing. I was, no, I was, it's not. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is. When you were doing the second thing, I was sort of saying a little prayer that I didn't win it because I thought this is look, everyone's going to hate me. Like, oh, oh God. who's the real dickhead in the were audience? You're in everything. Um, were you a prefect? Oh, were you always a bit of a... <laughs> well, oh, I, 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 no, I, I, now I, you're going to make me look like a no, 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 super I loser. No, yes, no, I, I was. Yes. <laughs> no, but I like hearing about like the makeup of people. What got yeah, you? Yeah, 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 I was. Because we, I mean, we talked about the running bit, but you were a criminal mm-hmm. barrister. What's your favourite murder? I can't think of my favourite murder, but one thing that was always amused my mother was that she, instead of, you know, most people, most people's mums will say, oh, how's your job going? And mum will be, my mother, she's a devout Catholic, she goes to mass every day, which is comedy in itself. But she would say, oh, my darling, I've been praying for you that you get a nice, juicy murder. <laughs> Because that's the best, you know, a murder is yeah. like the best brief as a criminal barrister. You're always hoping. And if a murder happens in your area yeah. and you're a criminal barrister, you read the papers and instead of being sad, you're like, I really hope my solicitor gets that brief and then it comes to me, which is yeah. awful. Yeah, so are you um, are you a true crime nut, generally? You know, I do, I do, I love TV legal stuff, um, you know, and crime dramas and all of that. Um, Have you seen Making a Murderer? Yes. Do you think he did it? I mean, I totally love that. Do you think he did it? Who's the barrister? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. That was brilliant. I mean, all that kind of stuff. I just lap it up. But I mean, I even loved, you know, the really cheesy stuff like Ali McBeal and L.A. Law and This Life. Did you ever see? Oh my god! See, that was my life. I became a barrister because of This Life. Oh really? Of course. I watched. I was like, I want to do that. Because you wanted to be Anna. Anna. You wanted to sleep with it. Yeah, slept with no one. Daniela Mancini. I was at a fucking party last weekend. Egg was there. And oh. I, I didn't say hello to him. He's, well, he's in I the walking egg now. He's, he's like the walking egg. He's like a big Hollywood star He was now. my he's total, total kind of heartthrob. Oh. And my husband's. And neither of us went to say hello. So you were always more, more egg than Miles? Both of them. I wanted, oh. I wanted them both. What, high-fiving <laughs> over your back? That sort of thing? <laughs> Thank goodness. Well, that's a, that's I really a... hope my husband never listens to this. Raymond Tickerham on the downstairs. Um, not a Ferdy? Oh, <laughs> that Ferdy. is Ferdy. Oh. Ferdy. <laughs> I missed that one as well. The girls in it were really gorgeous. I thought Anna's character, she was one of those first flawed female mm. kind of professional characters she it's wasn't kind out. of really beautiful or really thin or really anything she was just like a little bit on the edge you know mm. or drank too much did the wrong thing all of that kind of stuff yeah yeah yet did a proper job so mm. i found her really inspiring my whole interview for pupillage to become a barrister was based on that i managed to weave this life into the interview <laughs> and then half an hour was gone we were done they were like i really like this girl i could yeah. tell they were like she was really and then they hadn't asked any of the difficult questions wow. <laughs> what is your ultimate aspiration in terms of when you're like hang on a minute just doing a quick line let's <laughs> just carry on that no, sounds good to get back to the running mm-hmm. chat uh, briefly um, how do you feel about like the apps because I've done that a couple of times I've done the couch to 5k app so it's like having a sort of it's like sort how of did having... you find that I loved it really yeah. good because I quite like being told yes what to do. yes well lots of people did say to me you should do an app you should do an app and I'm just so bad at, at doing apps myself <laughs> um, but I think 
I'm a great believer in what what works for anyone, you know, brilliant. If it mm. helps you get you out the door. But the problem I found is I've done it a few times and I've done I've done it like so and it's usually like with the apps, it's like you do you do three runs a week and you build up quite slowly to your five yeah. K and you run your five K and then like to my video game brain, it's like I've completed the game. Yes. And I sort of lose motivation after that. So well, I've I've completed it, so I'm gonna do something else now, yeah. like eat cheese and watch T V. So How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Help me, Ruth. Help me. Well, I suspect that that's part of the sort of thing that I'm trying to get away from, which is relying on too many other things to sort of make you do the right the simple habit thing of exercise of just getting out your front door and just moving for like 20 minutes and not needing mm. anything else listening mm. to your the rhythms of your voice sounds so cheesy but but I don't listen to anything when I run because I like to get really into what's going on with my heart mm. and my breath and then let my brain either empty or fill or resolve stuff so I don't want to be distracted from mm. any of that because to me a lot of the gold happens during a run that if I was if I was listening to something else I would I wouldn't get. I use a app called Runkeeper which I recommend and so every 5 minutes I have a French lady who goes ooh la la you are fast Oh, and then she's like, that think, so of, sexy. think of what the she means. You're a slut. Yeah. <laughs> she said it's French. Yeah, fast. Yeah. You can choose what lady or man you have, and every oh, five wow. every five minutes it tells you your pace, how far you've. And do they all have different accents? Can yeah, you choose, yeah. Can you choose the accent? Yeah, yeah. So I chose a French woman. Then she says, "Think of all the panel chocolates you can eat." And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, man, I'm gonna run." Um, so yeah, so that's really good. And then I just I just bought like a an album off iTunes and, and it's got really cheesy hits The like, Eye of the Tiger Eye of the Tiger love that cheese. what's your top like when you're at the at the low ebb do you have a track that's like gets you going again do you want to know what it is go on go on go on I see you baby shaking yes. that ass shaking that ass and then another one like madness welcome to the house of fun you say this in the book about you see other runners 
and it doesn't matter how big or little you are, they'll give you a little nod. And you, and you go, yeah, I can do this. And there was yeah. a woman who must have been about 60 or 70, and I was running, and she just said, um, you can do this. Oh. And I just nearly broke down and, yes. Totally. But if I wasn't out doing that, I had that interaction with another human being. I could have actually been at home, again, sitting on the toilet and looking at Instagram. But I connected <laughs> with with an actual human being, which was yeah. really beautiful. So that was really nice. There's someone actually recently who's written a book, I think, about... Um, or he's a, he's a psychologist and he's written about running and therapy and having them at the same time. So taking a client running and mm. then having their session while they're running because there's something about it opens... Mm. You know, you're more receptive to problem solving, but also to your emotions and to connection. Mm. Often people in therapy, I suppose it takes a long time for the therapist to get them to open up Mm. or to, you know, you could probably waste probably 20 minutes of a session. But if you're exercising, you're immediately kind of made vulnerable through the endorphins and the whatevers. But, you know, the therapy thing, I run with a neighbour quite a lot on a Friday and she's, we run and we just have such a great chat the whole, because she runs really slowly. So for me, that's even easier than my slow pace. Mm. And we can talk and we have, you know, in that 45 minutes, it's like we just feel completely sorted for the whole week. You know, we sorted out all of our worries about husbands, children, work, whatever it is, because we've just had this awesome chat. And I don't think we'd have that level of chat if we were having a coffee. Because it's something about the run. And not Maybe it's because we're not looking at each other. No, no, no. It's like people something saying... Something about that. Was just, we, we're so open. It's unbelievable. It's like driving in a car. Ellie and I will I solve say, yeah. all yeah. the world's problems. Uh, Ellie and I will, like, yeah, going so it's, up yeah, to it's a not looking. Maybe and I've heard that's what you're like supposed to do with teenagers now. If you want to talk to your teenager, drive them somewhere. And then they're in a good mood because you're giving them a lift. But also they don't have to look at you. And <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. Well, oh, that's interesting. About. So, yeah. But this isn't your only book, Run, Fat Bitch, Run. Uh, what what are the other titles, Ruth? Well, uh, Get Your Shit Together. Yes. And, and Cut the Crap. Yes. Um, so Get Off Your Ass and Run is the American version of Run, Fat Bitch, Run. They said it would not go down well in America. Oh, they said oh, you can't say bitch on the cover in America. Yeah, and you know what's happened? In America... Get off your ass and run. Sold no copies, but they all, loads of them bought Run Fat Bitch Run instead oh, really? through Amazon.com. Really? Yeah, so they got that. They so misjudged that. Yeah, they underestimated the sense of humour of the American people. So what are cut the crap and get your shit together about? So uh, I mean, it's hard get to your guess. shit together. Yeah. is sort of about kind of it's a lifestyle book, I suppose, Ooh. about getting shit done, taking action rather than just sitting and whinging about stuff. Yes, and then cut the crap was my. Um, answer to the whole kind of the dieting industry nonsense bullshitty faddy diets and just sort of you know try and eat less crap basically that's what i think is really is really good about your book and it was interesting i i read it like gobbled it up in about three days and then i gave it to my neighbor and then a week later she wrote to me and said i've just done a 60k ride thanks to Ruth's book <laughs> oh my goodness um she said you know her husband always goes she to meant go- on a taxi <laughs> Uh, I was thinking you meant like a sort of 60k bone. (laughs) She was like, I want an Uber to Surrey. I just need a bit of time off. (laughs) Exactly. But I thought it was really interesting because, like she said, like her husband always goes to um, golf and he's always doing stuff for herself. And she just went, No, he can look after the kids. He took them to the cinema and she just went for a ride for herself. And I thought that was a really 
great kind of feedback yes. on your book. It's like, oh no, I can just do this for myself, and it's just yeah. For me. And you know what? I think it's a really good in for lots of mums who have mm. young kids. Is that we always looking after the kids and making sure everything's okay. And often the husbands have made the space to do either the exercise or go to the pub or whatever it is. Yeah. But if if one were to say to their husband, I need a window now for 45 minutes to go for a run, no husband is going to deny his wife that opportunity. No, you know, they're not. So it's a kind of brilliant situation for the mum because she's going to get some exercise in, get away from the house, mm. um, and feel amazing. It's, it's really hard to sort of carve out a window of a weekend, for example, when you're no. just at home with everyone. But if you have that, so I often do that. But, you know, to any mum who sort of can't really be asked and da 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 who can't be asked to escape their children for 45 minutes oh, of the yeah. glorious. That's the way to look at it. And yeah. some husbands will it's be asked about that, to be fair. In which case... Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, some husbands will be an asshole about it, but... Let's hope there aren't many husbands who, if you say, rather than saying, do you mind if I go for a run, if yeah. you put on your train and you go, hun, I'll be back in 45 minutes, I'm going for a run. There aren't many husbands who would then leave the children or whatever, yeah. or, you know, they'll do, do it. They might do it yeah. pissed off, but they'd still do it. Or even 20 minutes, just get out the door. Well, there we are. Thorn, is it time for the Scummy Mummy Confessions? I think it is, Ellie. Uh, and I, I, I think we, we have a sponsor for the Confessions. We do have episode. a sponsor. We, we love our confession so much and so so do our listeners and so does Bing Bunny, it turns out. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Bing, the bunny of CBBS, and we're working with Bing uh, on the hashtag What Would Flop Do campaign. Uh, I say we're working with Bing. He's very high maintenance. His rider oh, is unbelievable. I love um, Bing. Yes. Oh, and the twins when they were little absolutely loved Bing. Oh, um, they really, I remember it was a really gentle CBB's little bunny rabbity. It, you vibe. know, you've got my, Mark Rylance barely opening his mouth to do the voice of Flop. It's yes. lovely. It's all in there. It's oh, all in there. Bing and Flop. Now, speaking of which, so we're doing this campaign. What would Flop do? And it's all about sort of your parenting fails. So it's a nice, neat fit with our scummy mummy confessions. Yes. and you will have seen it on the Instagram and our Facebook but what we want you to do is share those um, I guess those sort of scummy mummy moments isn't it yeah you know you know you know we've all had them when it's just a disaster basically when it's just um, like that I, I put one on our Instagram do you remember when um, Charlie just wrote the word bum on a plaster and stuck it on the wall and I yeah. just looked at him for you know when you have those moments you go this is my life now this is my life and if <laughs> I can look at myself 20 years ago you know what would I have thought of this, but this is this is where we are. Yeah, that's right. Or where you where you go to make some eggs and you realise every egg has been smashed by your child. Oh yes, and it's popped back in the fridge. Oh, that's 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 awesome. As if they'll never know. They'll yeah, never know. I know. No, it's fine. I know. That's right. Or when or when that really uptight mum from school comes over and you realise your kids have just like pissed all over the floor. Oh. That's uh, that's what would flop do, Ellie? Um, Get a new house, leave home. <laughs> um, right. But certainly, yes. So there's the Bing thing, and uh, they're doing this new toy that's all about potty training, which I'm super oh, keen wow. on because I'm about to potty train my youngest son. And having potty trained the old one, the more gadgets and help and toys, what, 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 what? so it's like a little Bing bunny fluffy that's toy. The... It's got nappy on. Yeah, it's, it's super it's cute. So cute. Sweet. And um, you press his tummy and he says things. And usually he says things like, oh, I like trees. I don't know. I can't he do says, the voice. He says, I, let's play hide and seek. Or he does all these little fun games. And then all of a sudden he said, I think he says, I need a wee wee. Yeah. And they've got a little toilet. You can put him on a little potty. And when you put him on the potty, you hear this little pss, 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 pss. Yeah. Oh, does awesome. that actual wee come out? 
No, 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 no. no. It's just, just the sound. But if you don't put him on the potty in, in time, then on his little white nappy, he gets this little glowy yellow <laughs> splash, like as if he's pissing radioactive waste into his own <laughs> oh, nappy. Awesome. Let's go with it. Let's just go yeah. with it. It's fine. My kids, I, because I, I got the toy today. We went to Bing headquarters today to meet with the Bing people, and we brought back the toy. And my kids are like six and eight, and they still watch Bing. They really like it. And I said, oh, I've got your Bing toy, and they played with it for half an hour because kids love talking about listening to interacting with piss basically oh anything yeah. to do with anything the, the with loo. piss and poo fast yeah. the whole thing yeah, this so toy true. yes it will amuse you and it will amuse your toddler and slash child no i always thought it was a really lovely actually cbb's show being because it was very gentle and there was always a little moral in it yeah and there was that didn't he have a sort of because this is a quite a long time ago that my kids watched it but he had a sort of box of things where you had to put something if it had broken or died or whatever oh like a coffin well it was it was it was was like a sort of toy box for things that were no longer play you know like the dead toys basically but they weren't actually dead but it was the moral was is to kind of keep things that um you no longer played with or that were broken. Little keepsakes. So, like, oh, so the moral is to it. never throw anything away. Maybe it's not I feel like you misread the episode out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I misunderstood Bing. I was still in deep, darkest postnatal depression. <laughs> so, if you want to interact with the What Would Flop Do, share your fo- your photos of parenting failure. Um, is um, at Bing Bunny and also at Scummy Mummies. We're running the, the yeah. campaign We're going to judge it, aren't we? That's, That's right. right. Yeah. So this is the exciting bit, listener, is that... If you share your what would flop do hashtag at Big Bunny, we're going to judge the funniest photo or, or whatever, the photo that we like the best, basically. Yeah. And the winner will get a visit from Bing and Flop to the, either their house or their nursery or school. Yeah, so you can have them like at a party a or something. Party. I really want to win just so I can make Bing and Flop turn up at like a dinner party. Like imagine it's like 11 oh. o'clock at night, everyone's wasted. It's and then Bing and idea. Flop, come on, bring it on. So I'm going to enter it myself. It's probably not allowed. Um, <laughs> no, the terms and conditions are on the Bing website. They're going to yeah. manage all that bit. But, but that's the idea. The idea is that we all share our sort of parenting fail stories so we can all feel a little bit better about ourselves by judging, judging each, each other. other lovely so to kick us off Helen uh, with the scummy mummy confessions uh, a little while ago we went to Stockport to do a show at the Stockport Plaza which was lovely very nice and we went up both families we went to Legoland Discovery in Manchester which is brilliant thank you Legoland yes thank you and then uh, we stayed at the Premier Inn because I mean why not we're made awesome. of money awesome. yes <laughs> yeah like my family got there quite late it was about 10 o'clock took Joe's nappy off um, t- literally turned around to get his pyjamas turned back and Charlie went mummy mummy and Joe had done an enormous shit the exact size and colour of a jacket potato on the floor of the premiere inn oh my god oh, no. and it was like we were all marvelling it Charlie he was six even he was just like what what how, how did he massive. spell it if it was the shape of a jacket potato it was just how did it exactly yeah. Pete was like I've it's never impressive. done one that big it was unbelievable. Joe, very pleased with himself. I, I was almost <laughs> tempted to put on Instagram. Oh. And I thought that's a step too far. That's a step too far. That's that TMI. Is too that, far. Is TMI. that is TMI. I've got, a, I've got a similar toilet training. We get home. I don't know why. I don't think my children actually do any toileting at school. Because when you Same. put the key in the latch, all of a sudden they're just like, ah! Yeah, yeah. So I, I did that thing. We got home. We raced in. Book bags on the front step. Quick, turn the key. And Hugo said, I can't wait. He dropped his dax. 
turned around, faced our bin. Oh, oh no. And then, and then just pissed all over one side of the bin. <laughs> and it had been raining, so there'd been a bit of dirt back spray. And he said, I'm cleaning the bin. And he... <laughs> Well, to be fair, helpful. he did a good job. Job done. Oh. Mate, that a toy, Bing. Yeah. <laughs> now, Ruth, have you got a uh, Scummy Mummy confession, oh, toilet t- training themed or otherwise? Up to you. Um, Go for it. What? But I can share my Scummy Mummy confession from the other time mm-hmm. at your show. Yes, oh, my best because one. of course we should say, um, Ruth, you have been to one of our stage shows where we always crown a king or queen Scummy Mummy mm-hmm. and you were the scummiest person in the room. You won the Scummy <laughs> Mummy crown. I know. I'm so proud of that. So, I'm what so, was so your proud. confession? Um, I think I remember that it said the twi- I think the nursery age, and I had a play date. It's the first time I'd had this child. I don't know what I was doing and why I wasn't aware this was happening, but suddenly the front door bell rang, and I answered it, and it was a police, um, a fireman in full like fire hydrant kit, and there was like a fire engine in the road. I mean, they were attending to it. They'd been attending to a fire, I'm sure, and he said. You are aware, miss, that um, your children are hanging out of a window upstairs. And I said, I had that immediate panic of like, oh, my children are going to be taken into care or something. Because, um, so I just went, yes, of course, of course I'm aware. It's perfectly perfectly safe. And he said, it really doesn't look safe. Um, So I just ran upstairs. If a fireman says it really doesn't look safe, I feel like that is a warning, Sam. I was like, thank you very much. Shut the door. I am perfectly fine. Oh, love. But they were all fine. And I didn't tell the mother, so hopefully she doesn't listen to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm afraid, Ruth, she's here tonight. (laughs) Uh, No, she's not, sadly. Although that would be wonderful. Um, oh, well, I feel like that's the end of the podcast, Thorne, don't you? I think so. Thank you, dear Ruth, for coming. Thank you run, for having me. Fat Bitch Run is available from all good bookshops. We've got a book, haven't we, Ellie? We oh, have. And it's brilliant. I oh. bought it at your show. I absolutely loved it. Everyone should buy it. It's fantastic. It'll give you a real laugh. Oh, thank you. And it's yeah. called Scummy Mummy. It's called Scummy That does what it says on the tin. Uh, but yeah, and we've got lots of comedy shows coming up all around the country, Thorne. We do. We've got, we're going to places like Birmingham. Yes. Manchester Sutton Coldfield that's right we're going to Cambridge on the 12th of January Nunhead we are on the 28th of November <laughs> wow I amazing. know right we're going to Tunbridge Wells on the 1st of December oh loads of all so the places I can't even and it's it. so fun can I just say the show is so fun you must see it I, lo- oh. I mean it really is such a great night out so thank you very much for listening uh, we should say uh, we've been drinking Prosecco provided by the parent pool so we had a lovely gig with in rugby oh, we thank did very much and we've been eating pork scratchings by the snaffling pig company and i mean ruth what's your delicious yeah. really good pork really good yeah. crackling thank these, you these ones are ham and coleman's <laughs> mustard flavor i feel like probably all pork scratchings are ham flavor but let's go with it that's their <laughs> that's their branding let's go with it it's thank delicious. you very much what can i say ruth field i'm feeling inspired i'm feeling motivated i'm feeling like you know i might do a lunch before bed <laughs> good girl oh. yes and and also thank you for coming here such a pleasure thank you for having me it's been really fun until awesome. next time Bye-bye. bye bye Uh, so so what's next for you Ruth what's your next project so I am writing a book uh, um, a, a, my first fiction book so I, oh yeah so what's about, it about it's about a barrister a female barrister who's 
a little bit deranged not to sit in now think about it. I haven't thought about Anna from this life for a long time she's not Anna from this life but she is she's she's a little you know she's she's a normal normal flawed woman basically mm. um and she's prosecuting a very very dark twisted sex case yes where there's a whole family of sex offenders and she along with the officer the police officer in the case decide to bury some evidence from the defendants in order to secure the convictions of these people. And the story is really about her unravelling as a result and it's a kind of cat and mouse thriller because the defence counsel Don't spoil it! Don't whether... spoil it! No, well, the reader the reader knows mm. very soon on that the defence counsel knows, but he doesn't know he knows. If you sort of know. Oh, Sounds complicated, but it's very, sounds very Sounds like a BBC drama. That's <gasps> what it sounds like. It sounds oh, that would be the Holy Grail. Tell you yeah. what it sounds like to me. I'm joking, of course. I love Murder Jessica Fletcher. It's in the house. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.